Welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast Show, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is your main man, a.k.a. Crazy Crocker, a.k.a. Andres Podcast. Brought to you by nobody besides, thank you, Buzzsprout, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts for distributing my podcast to the whole world of 500 and some people out there who live, listen to my podcast. This podcast is created by me, for me, and for people who are disabled or people that need a voice to be heard. This is why I created this podcast. I try to talk about every little thing about life. And I have my friends, usually Ron, sometimes Sean. Today, back to back, Sean is here. We're going to talk about sports and a little bit about life, of what we did today after work. Oh, it's always so great to hear from you and be with you, Andre. Um, today is a very interesting day. Um, heat index of over 100 in schools. Uh, Lovely only had a half a day today, most of them. You know, when we went back to school and it was over 120 degrees, we had hot fans, no air conditioning, and now they just get to have half a day taken off of their days. Must be nice. Well, let's be honest. I think they're teaching the kids to be low soft. I think they're trying to teach kids to be like, hey, man, if, I, if it's too hot, it's too cold, it's too muggy, it's too under the weather stuff, I don't want to participate in anything that has to deal with something that's not uncomfortable to me. Where back in the day, this is how, this is how you create personalities and characteristics and, and how you create to be a better person by, by going over, over the, the, what you're supposed to. With schools now, with this weather index, sending kids home, it's really not helping nobody. Well, you can vouch for this. You worked in the Amazon Amazon before in a factory atmosphere. I worked in one. I don't know if Amazon was super hot or super cold, but I've worked on heated areas and cool stuff in the factories. It's a hell of a lot hotter than a stupid school. I mean, I'm not trying to say it's a stupid school, but I mean... Look, look, let's be honest. I used to work at Valley St. Lennon. They had no air conditioning. It was a rental place. You sweat for 12 hours straight, and then you go home and take a shower, and then you were too tired to do anything, and you go to bed by 9 o'clock. Now, let's be real. 12 hours of sweat is horrible. And Amazon was air conditioning. So there's so no you were on both sides of it. Yeah. But I do think that this heat index is dangerous and I think schools should be updated whatever reason but however even though we went to this heat index stuff we did have a good time we really did have a good day today and uh, we went to two different brewings Atwater and Founders Atwater and Grand Rapids they need help they need uh, as much help as possible I wonder if it's just they got so bad um after COVID. And just for everybody to know that hasn't listened to our podcast yet, I am going on being sober for eight months on Friday, so I didn't drink. But back in the day, me and Andre went to Atwater before, and yes, I have drank there. I do like their beer. 
um, back in the day, and they actually had good food. And I thought that was going to be our intention. It sounded like everybody was going to order food there, but they were had one waitress. The waitress was only able to be at the bar, even for me to go get a water, even for Andre to go get a beer, and everybody else to get a beer. They had to walk from the table all the way up, and everybody else that was there had to walk to order food. So they're really desperate. So I well, so Ron was with us. Ron, the other guy that does a podcast with me. And yes, this is almost Sean's eighth month anniversary of not drinking alcohol. And again, I keep referencing this. If you need someone to talk to, if you need some help with your addictions of alcohol or narcotics or any what if, what sex, ev- porn, sex, porn, or whatever it is, needles, it is, anything, whatever it is. Reach out to help. Grab somebody. Go to NA or AA or or any or hire a counselor. Or hire a counselor and get your your stuff together, and we'll try to figure something out. And th- that's just the way people have to do it now. I mean, it's okay to ask for help. It's not okay to to walk around by yourself pretending to be Superman or Macho Man, and and it's just not real. It is not real. So you know what else isn't real? The Yankees are about to break their nine-game losing streak. Which has never been this bad since 1982. And now they're up 6 nothing. But nine games is a lot of games to lose. Look, look to be honest with you, look. The Yankees. The only person that I like the Yankees are two guys. Lou Gehrig and Don Manley. And the reason why I like Don Manley because he was a left-handed batter. I used to try to be a left-handed batter. And he was really good at it. And I always felt bad for him for being on one of the worst teams in the 1980s. They, had, they just were horrible. So this nine-game losing streak is very similar to the 1980s when I used to watch the Yankees. And you know what that means? That means uh, GM and and Aaron Boone are probably gone. Are not no more, no less going to be out of a job. Now I think Boone will go. Boone's gone no matter what. Yeah, Boone will go to ESPN, or he might be a bench coach somewhere. But you know, things happen, right? This is uncommon for. Yankees, I mean, they're going to miss the playoffs. They're going to be under 500. Um, it's pretty bad. On other news in baseball, uh, Chicago White Sox um, were playing the Seattle Mariners today, and the Mariners had their eight-game winning streak for the second time. You know, at 16, they have 16 wins in the month of August um in two eight game winning streaks that's impressive especially with it being august 24th there's still seven days left and they could go on another seven game winning streak before this is over um they did lose today in extra innings to the chicago white Sox. uh timmy anderson came back from his five game suspension and remember he got knocked out by ramirez he did get knocked out by ramirez but i will say this it was a better fight to watch those two for 30 seconds, then watch the other guy on UFC or that boxing thing. What's it? Uh, what's his name? What's his name? Diaz? No. Conor McGregor? 
No, the guy that just, the white oh, kid. Oh, that's stupid. The two brothers. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, the two brothers. One's in WWE and one's in Paul Logan. And Paul Logan is one of them. And I'm sorry, I don't remember the other brother's name. But the the Logan brothers. We can go with that. The Logan yeah. brothers. They're, you have One's a wrestler in WWE and one's in a UFC. Yeah. But anyway. Oh, it's a better fight. Seattle is really hot. Um, not just to do these winning streaks. They are in the wild card, but to not even talk about the wild card, we have a three-team race in the AL West. Texas has been slumping. They've lost like eight out of nine games, and they're only two games up on Seattle and only one up on Houston. This is a hell of a race. And let's remind people, Texas got Scherzer, and they got the guy from the Cardinals. Montgomery. Yes, and then by Houston, got Verlander back, and they were already stacked anyway. And side note, because we're talking about the Astros, Jose Abreu is back activated from the injured list. While Seattle did not go out and get much, they kept with what they had. They might have gotten rid of a couple of closers and maybe some bullpen pitchers they got. But I'm going to tell you right now, they did not go get a Verlander. They did not go get a Max Scherzer. They have the team that they started the season with, basically. And to be honest with you, sometimes that works better because the the chemistry of the team works a lot better. And I really want – you've seen me wear my Seattle stuff once in a while. I really, 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 really like this J-Rod kid. Julio Rodriguez is absolutely phenomenal. He is going to be better than Juan Soto. Juan Soto is overrated. Um, Julio Rodriguez had 17 hits last week in a total of less than eight games. That's insane. Yeah, I mean, it's just make contact. And that's something that Soto is not really good at. He can hit home runs, but he, if he doesn't make contact, he's nothing. And he can do that stupid little shuffle. Yeah, he's trying to cue and trying to look sexy. Looks like a Cupid shuffle. And he can talk to Fox Baseball during on Saturdays and have a conversation with them. During the play, it's something about baseball now that during baseball games on Saturdays, you haven't noticed it because you're at work. But every other Saturday on Fox Baseball, they talk to players on the field as the game is going on. The one thing that Juan Soto will be able to say, though, he does have a World Series ring. And some people don't have that. Bryce Hopper doesn't have a ring. No, he does not. And I like Bryce Hopper. I like Bryce Hopper too, but he oh, was kind I of an he asshole. Like him. He was. I was happy when he. I mean, he wanted. Okay, let me tell you something. Bryce Harper, when he was in Washington, he was an absolute. I love his shoes, by the way. I have two pairs. But in Washington, he thought that he was all the hot stuff, and he was kind of a douchebag. And it was just absolutely ironic and funny when they got rid of him that they won a World Series. So, Bryce Harper could be the. Um, Russell Westbrook, James Harden of the NBA. Or Ty Cobb of baseball. Ty Cobb, baseball, Detroit Tigers, greatest player of all time. Babe Ruth, Lou Garrett, all those wacky Yankee fans out there who are going to say, oh, Lou Garrett is better than Ty Cobb. Nope, not close. You can hit, you can play as many games in a row you want. But you're not as good as Ty Cobb. And Babe Ruth, anybody can hit home run in Little League Baseball Field. Proven fact that 
Beirut had over 715. I'm so mad that I didn't take the Rockies tonight. I was just talking about that. They're up 4-2, and it was plus 150, and I was about to press the button, and now it's minus 370. Yeah, but you know what? Tampa Bay can probably still come back. Yeah, I mean, this is, I mean, oh, it's six inning now. So it's possible. But if, this is a live game that we're talking about. So if you listen to this, you already know who's going to win the game. Because you'll be like, oh, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, 12 o'clock the next day. But watching baseball is one of the best things ever. It's real relaxing, it's chill. It is more enjoyable than watching the NBA because they score every other time they run up down the court so the NBA can suck it and uh, I guess what since we brought up the NBA really fast I have this was not in our notes but you had to bring it up well actually I did because I was making comparisons so stupid a Stephen a Smith oh, what did he say what did he say what did he say he said and there was a couple other people that made the same comment. And I don't take anything away from Steph- Stephon Curry, okay? Stephon Curry is considerably one of the best point guards of all time. Yeah. I have to agree with my man, Michael Jordan, with the statement that he sent in a text this afternoon to say, I really do expect... I really do respect Stephon Curry and everything that he's done for the game and his family and other sports. And he's a great golfer and all of this stuff. But there is no way that Stephon Curry is a better point guard than Magic Johnson. All right. I'm going to make the argument. Magic Johnson and Steph Curry are two different players. One's the distributor, and one's the scorer. Now, if you go by scoring and by championships... Stephon Curry is the greatest shooter of all time. Yeah. And that's how you got to look at the NBA now, because a lot of the kids who watch NBA are going to see that, and no one ever saw Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson could play five different positions on his team. So to compare, to compare Steph Curry... To magic is ridiculous. It's like trying to compare Michael Jordan to Isaiah Thomas. We all know Isaiah Thomas is better than Michael Jordan because Michael Jordan can be Boston Celtics. It can be the Pistons for a while. And it shows how can be the Lakers. And he was in that prime. Isaiah Thomas, he beat Boston. He beat the Bulls. And he beat the Lakers. So technically... Michael Jordan's wrong all the way around. Michael Jordan's the most overrated player of all time. And he's the biggest asshole of the Do world. Do you really think he's the most overrated player of all time? At this point, He yes. is one of the biggest assholes. I remember that. I think, you know what, if you look at, if you look at the real numbers, if you're the real numbers, and when I mean real numbers, if you look at the years that he didn't have Sky Pippen and, and Steve Kerr and, and Hodges and Paxson, and even before Phil Jackson, he can't touch a lick and anybody. And he I do. Be, he can't be anybody. He, do you know who he reminds me of the most? Or you know who reminds me of of Michael Jordan the most? Is Russell Westbrook. Very selfish. Goes to the basket. Scores a lot of points. But you know what happened? To Please don't compare Michael Jordan to Russell Westbrook. Yes. Yes. This is the difference between Russell Westbrook and Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan didn't have a good... Or 
Michael Jordan had a great organization that they kind of uh, put things together with the coaching staff and everything else with it. With Russell Wilson, Russell Brusbrook, they had a great core in Oklahoma. But you know what? That team split up. They didn't finish things out. Russell Westbrook goes somewhere else, scores a lot more points. And by the time his later years, now in his later years, he doesn't score any points. So as much as I love my Bulls, I'm going to agree with you for a second that as winning championships, yes, Isaiah did beat better teams. He did. Because he beat the Lakers and the Celtics. And the Bulls. Jordan, Jordan beat the Suns. And the Portland Trailblazers. Yeah, and that's it. But he did beat the Pistons. Yeah, but it was after a couple, like at least four, at least three or four years of Detroit beating the shit out of him. And to be honest with you, Isaiah Thomas was really nice. I and I want to say something about this. Isaiah Thomas has come out and said that when Michael Jordan got drafted to Chicago Bulls, he gave him a place to live. He gave him his mom's address. He. He cleared the streets for Michael Jordan when he was living in his apartment or his, or his house or whatever when he first started. So the certain people on the west side or whatever side Isaiah Thomas is originally from so that they wouldn't touch MJ. I don't know what that means. Back in the early 80s, mid-80s, don't know what that means because I'm not from Chi-Town. I'm not Isaiah Thomas. I didn't have to live in the ghettos of all that stuff. But... To say that, for Jordan to be such a dickhead to to Isaiah, just because Isaiah Thomas didn't shake his hand, it just shows you that Michael Jordan is not the greatest player of all time. Because the greatest player of all time would be a lot more like Dr. J and Will Chamberlain and Oscar Robinson. You know what? We had our time in the sun. We ruled the world for like... Five, ten years, and then we got old, and then we got crusty. Okay, wait, 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 wait. The Bulls did beat the Lakers. Yeah, that one time. Yeah, that's when, but that was the, that was towards the end of the whole. It was 91. Yeah, but Magic was a year before he had HIV, the whole bit. Everything was going downhill. They didn't have Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. The team was just going downhill. Magic. So then the second hardest team that they played was probably Seattle. I would put Seattle above Portland and Utah, wouldn't you? No, 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 no. The, no. If you take any of the if you take any of those teams, if you take the Pistons, the Lakers I'm talking about the actual championship teams. The Lakers, the Blazers, the Suns, the Sonics, or the Jazz. Utah, Which one would you say was the best legit championship? Utah Jazz. They had the best complete team against their team. And I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell Gary you Gary Payton, Jettler Shrimp, Sean yeah, but Kemp. You know but you know what? To tell you the truth, Sean Kemp was a great dunker. Gary Payton was a great defense player. Not a great shooter, not a great score, scorer, but he was decent. That team was just not – it was this whole different level. So we got off on a real tangent. The whole point was to say – I mean, I guess you can't compare the positions. I guess you can never compare Jordan to LeBron either. But anyway, um, like I want to say this. I want to talk about LeBron James. I like LeBron James as a person. You know why? Because he's not that. I don't think he's as cocky and arrogant as people will want to make him out to be. 
He's not really a deckhead to everybody. He's just mellow. And then, you know what? In today's NBA, you can't be an asshole to your to, to your teammates because your teammates will just run off and go somewhere else like Harden does. That's another story. LeBron James, he is much more like Dr. J than Max Johnson. And people will go argue and argue with me until my lights turn off and until the day I die. But this is the reason why I compare LeBron James to Dr. J. They had same type of bodies. They had the same type of athleticism. They both didn't have great shots from outside. Now, <clears throat> I do think that LeBron James has a little better shot than Dr. J. But in reality, he was never the fancy, antsy guy, smiley face, Magic Johnson. He just never had that. He was never supposed to have that. So let's go back to today's society sports. Anyway. So so let's talk about all that. So let's go back to baseball. Otami is hurt again. But he did hit his 44th home run today. Fatigue. Yes. So this is what's getting a little frustrating as a sports fan. Okay. Anatani is supposed to be this great pitcher. Supposed to be this great hitter. I mean, I paused there a second because I wasn't going to swear. So Babe Ruth was a fat mother effer, right? He drank, he smoked, he did a lot of alcohol, right? He never came up and said he was fatigued. This guy is in a different era, and, I mean, if he didn't keep saying he was fatigued, he'd probably have 60-plus home runs this year. Um, there is a possibility that he still could with 36 games, but it's a little tough. You'd have to hit one every other game just to hit 60. But... I'm sorry. If I'm on the market for Atani right now and I'm seeing that, oh, fatigue, 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 over and over and over again, and he was even supposed to pitch today. And the game was an L, the game was a home game. And you got, once again, we've, we've come to this. This is across all sports that when a player doesn't play, you spend, let's just say, me and Andre – Maybe he was my dad or I was a young kid and this is the only game that we could afford. And once again, this guy leaves because of fatigue. Are you effing kidding me? I don't, if, I'm a, if I'm a team looking at all of this, I don't want him. All right. I don't want him. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. I'm going to say this. I'm First, certainly not going to pay him $440 million. Okay. Let's be real. It doesn't matter if it's Beirut or Tommy. The difference between Otami and Babe Ruth is this. Back in the day, the newspapers would cover up stories of why Babe Ruth couldn't play or why he plays really bad. Let's be honest with that. But we knew what he did. Even if we look back in history, we know he was a fat. and We knew he was a womanizer. We knew he was an alcoholic. We knew he did drugs and smoked. But no, well, I'll, I'll say this. I don't think that the media back in the 1920s and 30s when Babe Ruth was out, I don't think they would say, like, last night, Babe Ruth went out with a couple of girls and had a couple of tequilas and shots, and they came back home and hanky-panky all the way, and he's tired now. So who cares? It's Babe Ruth. Right? Right? They didn't do that. They didn't write about that. They protected him. But we knew that he was when he was out there. Well, I think this is what happened. I think after his retirement, the stories came out and all this stuff about Babe Ruth being a womanizer, 
uh, having a good time with his friends. This is primarily the same reason why Luke Gary and Babe Ruth and Laura like each other, supposedly. Because Babe Ruth was like Shaquille O'Neal, like to party, have a good time. However, saying that, Otami, I think Otami is just another man. He is a very phenomenal athlete. And I think that... Best Korean slash Japanese, whatever, Asian probably player ever to play. I yeah. mean, Ichiro is phenomenal. I mean, he has... So, obviously, Shishani has a way to go because I used to... I loved Ichiro. Yeah. But let's be real. Otami is just another man. And he can only do so much. And when Mike Trout is finally... He finally came back. It's a different bargain. Now he doesn't have to carry the team. But it's not possible to be the greatest athlete in baseball like Otami is right now and have to do everything. Of course you're going to get fatigued. I don't even know why. You know, to be honest with you, a lot of people are pushing this for baseball players to be universal. Pitching and hitting. Pitching and hitting. But you know what? It takes a lot of work. And it takes a pure talent like Otami to do that. And we may not ever see someone like that for another 5, 10 years. It's going to be more regular you know, you see it in college baseball and maybe minor league baseball. And maybe you'll see some guy that make it in majors again within the next five years like, like Otami, but he's never going to have the name numbers like Otami because Otami is one of the kind of one generation. So to be honest with you, if I was the a Angels, I would say, look, we're going to have to shut you down for pitching right now because we're doing pretty good. We're two and a half games off, off the wild card or whatever. And then when September shows up, we're going to have you just pitch for a couple of weeks. And then during the last week or last two weeks of September, we're going to utilize you again to be both hitter and pitcher. And that's something about good managers, good organizations know how to manage the players. You just have to learn how to do that. If you don't know how to do that, you're going to trade all your players like the Detroit Tigers did, and they're all going to win Cy Young's and all the World Series. All win World Series. Yes, and that's because you don't have managers or organizations managing the team well. Or have a pitcher go throw a no-hitter. Yeah, exactly. So I don't agree with Sean. I think Otami should... He deserves the highest paid contract in Major League Baseball. God, did you see that? Someone Do, does he? At this point, yes. Yes. Who else are you going to watch? Bryce Harper? Hey, by the way, Bryce Harper, if you're looking for a new place to play. He had another home run today, baby. I know. I love him. So, Bryce Harper, if you want to go to a nice city and you want to get by the lake shore, take your family to the lake, Please come to Detroit. I think he's still got another six years on his contract in Philly. Philly's? What is in Philly? It was like a 13-year contract when he signed it. And it was only three or four years ago when the Nationals won. So he's he might even have 10 years left on that contract, buddy. So you're going to have to pay. If the Tigers do want Bryce Harper, if they can't get over this World Series hump and they eventually break up, it's going to cost the Tigers a lot to get Bryce Harper in Detroit. Yeah, but you know what? Detroit needs someone like Bryce Harper. You know what? The Phillies... Who cares about the Phillies? I do like your hat, so I do like Mike Schmidt from the '80s. He's my favorite Philly player of all time, Mike Schmidt. So there we go. 
So what else? Oh, so uh, let's see. The Tigers and the Cubs had another uh, phenomenal series. They scored so many runs that your head would be spinning. They, the Tigers did lose today. Because that's common. But, I mean, it's, what, it's a screwball, that pitch? Yeah. And the rookie, Tylum, or Talum, or whatever his name is. I mean, but still, look. Unfortunately, one of my favorite Tigers was cut. And Eric Haas was cut. He got picked up by the Cleveland Gar- Guardians, so I'm happy about that. But I will, I think, I think the, the Tigers need better batting coaches, and I don't know. Hinge is doing somewhat so good. Uh, the Tigers need to win another 12 to 13 games for me to cash out on my uh, bet. So let's keep winning Tigers, right? Um... In the wild card hunt, we got the Rays, the Astros, Seattle. Toronto is a half a game back, and Boston's four and a half back in the AL. If you want to go to the National League, it goes to the Phillies, the Cubs, the D-backs, the Reds, and the Giants are have the exact same record for that third spot. I think the Giants are going to do something. So I really do. I mean, look at this though. We were just talking about how the remember Arizona was nine had went off the hump and nine games back and yeah. nine straight losses. They're out of it. Well, they're eight and two in the last ten games and won four straight, and they are officially back in the playoff hunt, and they are in the last wild card spot and only a half a game behind the Cubs for the second wild card spot Ooh. and only three behind Philly. Do not count out the D backs. So you got your Reds hat on tonight. So I think you'd rather have, you know, do you think the Reds I are want, out? I want the Reds in. Do you think the Reds are out? I don't know, but I'd love to well, see the D backs in too. Mm. Uh, I would say, love to see the Cubs suffer. Yeah. See, I'm a Cubs fan. Always will be. I love them to death. I'd rather have the Phillies in than the Cubs. Well, technically, yes, but, I mean, Phillies, they were in the World Series last year. They lost, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they had a chance. I don't think Diamondbacks have enough talent. I don't know. There's something about I I don't think it's the pitching. I don't, I don't think it's the bullpen. I want the Reds in because they haven't been in it so long. Well, yeah, and they have that dealer, uh, what's his name? Joey Votto. Joey Votto, but they have that. That guy that steals home plate, like Fernando Matisse, Del Cruz. Yeah, Del Cruz. So he can throw the ball across the diamond at 100 yards. Yeah, I like that. That's that's my man. (laughs) That's my man. Tigers, go after him, please. Go after anybody that's possible. Matter of fact. Anybody that has talent, that's his main conversation. And then, I mean, look, Otami is a free agent next year. You Just can't afford him. Drop everybody and pick him up. Pick, keep Green, and I mean, keep Carpenter. Keep, keep Spencer. Carpenter. Spencer. How about Abadis? Abadis. Abadis. Wait a lot. You got to get rid of Baez. Be a Baez or what's his dipshit second baseman or shortstop. 
Hiver, former Cub. Hiver former Cub. Baez. You think so? Well, we signed him for like seven years. I know. He sucks. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. He's a great defensive player, though. The one that was with the Cubs. Yeah. He's a he team. is a terrible hitter. No, he is. He doesn't give a shit. He's a 250 hitter. He wants him. to fight with his manager. Who? Not Hinge. Baez. Come on, Baez. I like Baez. But I don't, yeah, I think you're right. You like Baez more than you like Miggy. Oh, yeah. Miggy is done. He I, gave a lot to Detroit. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of fights with rookie uh, players coming up, uh, defending Prince Fielder. Uh, Prince can't keep up his, his game with his wife or ex-wife. That's a bummer. That's a true story. My Mickey was pounding Prince the Fielder's wife? No, Garcia, that kid. Uh, the kid that plays for Miami now. He was traded to the White Sox same year. They call him... Oh, Avil Garcia? Avil yeah, Garcia. When he went to the White Sox, then he went to the Marlins. Yeah. He came up, and he missed the train or whatever, or the bus or the plane to go to... To go to whatever game they were supposed to, away game, and he ends up doing the hanky panky with Prince Fiero's wife, and then Cabrera, Mister Macho Man himself, beats up Garcia, and that's how they uh, traded the whole shebang. I did not know that. Yeah, Who story. was the GM during that time? The guy that used to be with Boston. Red Sox. Gar, I don't know what's his name. Garden. It's not. It's not Alex Avila, but Jimmy, the or the one that was the Colorado Rockies. Jim Leland. No. Oh, the manager. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's who he was. Since we're talking about the Red Sox, how about we talk about Verlander? Talon, his former assistant coach, Cora, to go. This is the only time I'm going to say this. Fuck himself. I've held off, but that's what he said. So I had to say it once. I said it once. He literally told Cora to go F himself. <laughs> Look, that, that has to be old school baseball where I'm sure that pitching coach or whatever coach he is said something to Verlander when they were in Houston. They won a World Series together. But you know what? Let bygones be bygones? No. No. I think he pissed him off over the years, told him to pitch a certain way or whatever a certain way, and Verlander had to keep his mouth shut and keep his mouth shut, but now they're not on the same team. He told him to go after himself. Hey, don't worry about it. Go after yourself. Bada boom, bada bing. New York City style. It was pretty funny. Well, yeah, it's great. Because I feel like Verlander doesn't always lose his temper. So I thought that was pretty funny when he said that. Wait, you, do you think he does lose his temper? Oh, yeah. I think, you know what? I've heard a story. He's got a beautiful wife. Well, yeah. Anybody can marry her if you make a million dollars. Am I right? Well, there's a home run for the Orioles over the Mets. I mean, over the Toronto Blue Jays. That one was smoked. Sure was. Who was that? Santa. Thunder. So, yeah, I mean, if you're a baseball player and then you are million dollars worth, every girl looks at you like, hey, I really like you. Really? Really? 
since when? Oh, you have that much money. Oh, you mu- oh. Oh, guess what happened? I went broke. Do you love me now? No? Oh. Mm. All right. There, there goes my relationship storyline. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> that was so sad. So pathetic. Look. We never even said that where we went out to eat today. No, we went to... We went to Atwater, had a couple drinks, didn't have a good service. Yes, we talked about that. And then we went to Founders. And then and we, we had really good food. We had great food. I had the steak and cheese steak sandwich. I had the Dirty Bastard, which is pastrami with cheese. And they have really good potato salad. Uh, Ron had the... Uh, dirty Bastard also. You guys did double... I did the Dirty Bastard. He did a Dirty Bastard. You had... Jerry did the Philly cheesesteak. Yeah. Just like you did. Yeah, it was funny. Um, the food yeah. was good. The beer service was, was good. good. The scenery was pretty good. Yeah. People, I, I, I enjoy going to places where people are having a good time. G-Rap has a lot to offer. Yeah. Come down to Grand Rapids, see a couple of shows. Uh, we won't be there tonight, but Glass House is doing um, good old sing-along karaoke. Yep. It starts at... Or just started at eight thirty. Yeah, start. Well, it started at eight. Oh, okay. I'm half an hour behind. But anyway. So if you go, if you want a good place to go sing karaoke, I know that most of you guys go and listen to this. It's a day late, down short. All right for next week. Go to next week. So yeah, it's fun. Um, we got football news because we've covered baseball quite a bit. We got so some football I guess. Man, I can't believe this. Last Cor- preseason weekend. Corey Davis has decided to retire at the age of 28. I guess he didn't want to play with uh, Aaron Rodgers. You know what? I think a lot of these players know they're not that good, or they know that they're good, but they don't want to put the work into them. But time out. This guy was a first-round draft pick out of the lovely state of Michigan. Western Michigan University. I'm not talking the last round pick. I'm talking first round, fifth mother effing pick. There was only four other players that were ahead of you in the 2017 draft. I mean, this guy's got talent to be the fifth pick. Eight years in the league. So something has got to be up. I don't know if he just lost entrance in the game or... He doesn't love it anymore, but the fifth pick, this guy is important and could have been picked up even if he didn't want to play with the Jets and thought that he was going to lose his positions to every single lovely Green Bay Packer that came with the team with Aaron Rodgers. Somebody would have picked up this kid. All right. Am I wrong? All right, let's look look at at his point of view. You worked your whole life. From the time you were born, you play football, peewee football, football, whatever, when you were preteens, teens, high school, college. This is your gateway to get out of the projects, whatever. You get signed. You get signed like a $40 million deal. You sign a second contract that after you. probably still pretty big. After a rookie contract. So that's probably what, another $40, $50 million? That's $90 million right there. I'm estimating what he did. Do you know what happens to guys like that 
when you're on a bad team and you don't win no more, you don't want to play. Remember that. A lot of these number one draft picks came from schools when they won games. Now, now the Jets certainly didn't win games at Western Michigan. Well, they won more than lost than the Jets did. Well, that doesn't say much, but yes, you're right. So when you start losing, you're going to lose interest in the game. When you have 1,500 different quarterbacks, and then you have a drama queen like Aaron Rodgers. Who wants to deal with that crap? He already made his money. Hopefully he invested it. And now he's going to be a multi-millionaire person for the rest of his life. This is basically the Barry Sanders uh, MO or disease. I would call it disease. The Barry Sanders disease is that you are the greatest athlete of all time. You're on a bad team. Your organization doesn't listen to you. They don't help you to win the championship or any game. And then you ultimately lose interest in the game. You just do. It happens. It really does. So this kid, Corey Davis, you know what he did? Probably what he did. He invested some of his money into the stock market or 401k or 401b, whatever he did. And now he's probably going to get another career working 40 hours or 50 or whatever how many hours he needs to make a living and everything's going to be peace and quiet. No one's going to be yelling at him to run faster, to catch with your hands. None of this BS. And I'll tell you this, folks. When players get smarter, they're not going to be in the league for 15, 20 years. That will be no more true in the future of baseball, football, basketball, and even hockey. The smarter that you are, the less likely you're going to have to stay in that same sport for the rest of your life. You so, are right. Yeah. You are right. Okay. I mean, I mean, like, I just, I think players are a lot smarter. So, the 49ers have awesome news. <laughs> Sam da- Daniel Donald, Darnold, the former USC Trojan and former New York Jets, correct, and going- former Carolina Panther, and now the new second string quarterback. So, what does that mean for the lovely North Dakota Bison, former quarterback? Trey Lance. Good God. Can He's we done. compare this to Ryan Leaf or no? No, Ryan Leaf was an asshole. And he was not prepared for the football for different reasons. Lance Lance was just not a great player. Trey Lance is a good person, I think, though. A great person. Just, Leaf, Leaf had the numbers, talent. Everything was behind him. Everything was going good. And when the team started losing right away, a bad attitude. And he will always have his two or three championships at North Dakota Bison. Somebody may take a chance with him as a backup quarterback. I don't think his career is done yet. I don't know if he'll ever be a starter. Am I wrong? I mean, someone will pick him up as a number two. Not in Detroit. Got Teddy Bridgewater. Because we got Dolph and we got Bridgewater. 
And unfortunately, when Bridgewater played last week, he did a crappy job. Because you know why? Because he came to the training camp way too late for game two. How about that number 50? I know. It's He's a lineman. He's not a lineman. Change his name. Change his number, please. But can Trey Lance, are you going to agree with me, can he ever get a starting position again? Or is the rest of his career a number two? And he's not good. He's not. He's no Brian Hoyer. He's no Colt McCoy. And those are legit backups. Or Case Keenum. Those are legit backups. Like he needs work to just be a backup. He's about to be on a gosh damn practice effing squad, dude. I don't even know if I want him as my third string quarterback. Am I wrong? Do you want him as your third string? I don't even know if I want him as a third string. I know. I know who's going to look for him. Who? Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> they got Cole McCoy already, though. It can be his backup to him. You know what? 49ers are not going to give up on him right away. He's going to keep him as a third quarterback, practice squad. He's going to sit around. No one's going to pick him up. If, let's say, something happens to Prudy and he gets hurt, the second strainer will show up for the 49ers. Who is that? Sam Darnold. Exactly. So there you go. I don't know if Sam Darnold has had a winning season yet because he was with the Jets and the Panthers. So the answer to that is probably hell no. Um, but but I just don't know. Look, let's talk about this. Colts are still talking to other teams about Jonathan Taylor to be offered for trade. Jonathan Taylor does not want to play in the Colts because the Colts suck. Just trade him already. Make They're in a crappy division, though. Doesn't matter. They don't have a quarterback. Who's the quarterback? Anthony Richardson, the former Florida Gator. I mean. I that mean, man is not ready. That child is not ready. Stop putting your rookie quarterbacks into positions of failure. And then and the Jaguars are going to dominate that division anyway, right? Yeah, it's true. Uh, Zeke Elliott says that the Pats are a good fit. Yep, he's happy. Of course it is a good fit because they give you another 110th chance because you still suck. Guess what, though? The Patriots play the Cowboys this year. So Cowboy. mark that one on your calendar. Oh. Zeke what? Zeke Elliott will have negative 50 yards. There you go. We call it here first. <laughs> and he'll get hurt, and he'll show his abs or his half abs, and he'll be like whatever he is. I don't care. Uh, Mayfield, Blake Mayfield, starting for the Bucks. We already know that. It's no, it's it's no big deal. Bucks has no one to throw the ball to. Yes, they do. Evans. Yes. Goslin. I mean, Mike Evans is one of the top receivers in the league. Not no more with, with Blake Mayfield throwing the ball at you. Oh come on! He'd be over like he'd be doing this. I wish I had a video of this. Evans would be like this. I can't reach that high. You also still have Chris Godwin too. Yeah, I know. I said that. Be like this. Watch. 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 I can't reach that high. Oh, I got a hit. 
<laughs> Am I right? Am I right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Do you know what Evans is going to ask to do? What? Be traded. Are we any other NFL news? Are we on college football? Well, I mean, we can talk about the greatest coach ever suspending himself. Who? Michigan. We don't need to talk about that. Why not? We need to talk about the three teams that are going to go join the ACC. Guess what's going to happen, folks? ACC is dying to throw Cal, Stanford, and... SMU. SMU. That's those Mustangs, baby. You know who was a Mustang? Cole Beasley. And Eric Dickerson. And that is where your favorite golfer, DeChambeau, played. Really? I do like DeChambeau. He's kind of a prick. He's kind of a prick. <laughs> but I like him. I like him. I really do. I don't. I, think I had he, to throw that one in there, buddy. I think, I know, like DeChambeau for golf, for him to do everything backwards and to do everything based on science. It takes balls. I hope you win more. I hope you win more majors, because you're not winning anything right now. Besides, you did live win the live golf tournament about a month ago. So good for you, Deshambo. Um, so we're four days away from, or three days, four days away from college football. The only game to actually care about, if you're here, we think we touched on already. It's just Navy versus Notre Dame. That's about it. I have my Notre Dame hat. Yeah. I got my Detroit Lions hat coming through. Yeah. The Lions play on Saturday, last preseason game against Carolina Panthers. I don't think anybody's started. I don't think golf has started. It's probably all Teddy Bridgewater. Like, Bridgewater's going to need all the help he needs. Yeah. You're right. Scheffler and Hardman agree. To give up their positions if it needs to be and have Brooks Kapka be in it, or maybe it's because Scheffler and the other guy already might be in it and Kapka is fighting for that last spot. Come on, let's be real. Let's be real. Let's be real. It's a Ryder Cup. Let's, America, get back together and let's go fuck the Europeans up so bad that they're going to have to remind themselves this is America. America sticks together. I guess Andre had to make sure it was even on the F-bomb today because we did talk about how we were going to try to avoid that. At least I was able to throw it in with Verlander because he actually said it. Yes. So, <laughs> USA, Sorry. all the way, Ryder Cup, this is when we get back together, brush our bullshit sh- sh- shenanigans. Look, we don't need Phil Milkerson. Let him go to Saudi Arabia. Let him become a Arabian. Who cares? He's too old to golf anyways. Matter of fact, Phil, if you want to gamble all your money away, if you want to dig yourself a grave in Saudi Arabia, we'll help you dig yourself a grave. But you know what? We got Kopka. We got Dustin Johnson. We got Justin Thomas. And I thought you liked Phil. I do, but I don't like him because he's, he's a bullshitter. You know what I don't like about bullshitters? He's a gambler, and he's not an honest gambler. He won't tell his fans that he's a dummy with money. And that's why he signed with Live Golf. Live Golf, if it wasn't for Live Golf, Phil Mickelson would have to play in the senior tour until he's 99 years old. Because that's how much he gambles his wealth. When you gamble that much wealth, that much money into your assets, and you take money from your savings, you're never going to retire. 
So that's the only reason why. Don't you think Barkley does just as much? Used to, not anymore. Oh, okay. Michael Jordan is a different story, but Michael Jordan's a billionaire. He's got a contract with Nike the rest of his life, so it don't matter. So he's, besides the fact that he's got his dad killed by accident. That guy is actually, I watched a documentary. I think that guy was actually innocent, and the original guy that went to jail was actually innocent. Well, he just got screwed. Well, we can do, all right, I tell you what, we'll talk about that sometime about that case. But I do think that Michael Jordan's dad was a liability for Michael Jordan's to be alive still. Well, the other thing is, I mean, if you watch that documentary, and we can talk about it more in depth later, but why is Michael Jordan's father pulling on the side of the street? Or not even trying to go into a hotel. You tell me which hotel in the country would not be like, oh, you're Michael Jordan's dad. Um, you can stay here. Michael Jordan can pay for it later. Like, that's the one thing I still don't understand. Well, okay, this is one thing. He was an hour and a half away from home. So you pull into a hotel, and even if he doesn't have any money, you freaking... No, that's my point. My point is this. If I'm in Lansing, or this is the state of Michigan, and I'm like 65 years old, and I have to drive to Grand Rapids. There's really no reason for me to pull over to a hotel. I'm just going to drive the hour and a half home. It is. It's true. You only are an hour and a half away from home. That's all it is. It's really not a big deal. So I'm going to throw a different scenario at you. Okay. It has nothing to do with sports. Yeah? You gay? No. Okay. If literally you get a phone call or you have a girl in your car right there and she says, we need a hotel right now, I'm going to rail the shit out of you. Are you going to pull over and get a hotel? It's a different scenario. Just saying. You're, gonna, you're not going to drive home, are you? No. Boom! I was right. Let's do a little work flare. Woo! That has nothing to do with a scenario. We're talking about a man's life. Like a I'm just man. saying you're not going to always drive home. That's my point. You said you would always drive home an hour and a half away. So you just said... Made your statement incorrect. That's my point. It's a different scenario. If you're there's your, always different scenarios, right? If you're in your twenties and some girl says, "Let's get a hotel," <laughs> yes. Thank you. If you're in your forties or fifties, you're like, "I'm tired." Can you just tickle my pickle and go home? <laughs> <On the way> home. <laughs> <Am I right? laughs> I don't know how we went from this to freaking. Well, you did, <laughs> you, you putz. <laughs> Now no one's going to listen to this. Well, you did say that you would only drive home, and I had to prove that you wouldn't drive home. So I had to prove you wrong. That's a different scenario. I had to prove you wrong. It's called life. There's a different scenarios and everything. What this if? This life and death isn't like an orgasm or not. <laughs> God. It's like comparing oranges to apples here. What? Again... I like to tell people who are listening to me, I'm the disabled one, and he is not. And clearly, you're going to say, how does the disabled guy seem so much more intelligent than this guy? I don't know what it is. I'm his little big brother. I take care of him. I put him to bed sometimes. I'm teaching him how to change his own diapers. He's got his own pacifiers. He's got his bottles. <laughs> he thinks he's funny. I am funny. I am funny. Funny is, funny does. B 
biggity biggity. Let's go racing, boys. All right, we got to end this. It's about an hour long. It was fun. Thank you, Sean. Always great to be here. Uh, it went wacky again. <laughs> uh, we're just watching the commercial with uh, Otami with a New Balance shirt on. and uh, Dairy Queen. Dairy Queen commercial. There's not very many Dairy Queens left anymore in Grand Rapids. It's a That's sad story. No, it's not. It's great ice cream. People don't want to get fat no more. That's why they're getting back in shape. If we want to get back in shape, we need to start lowering the prices to salads. Salads? It costs more to get a salad than it does a burger. Well, of course, because it's, you have to grow it and you have to fly it. All right. Thank you, Buzzsprout. Thank you, Spotify. Thank you, everybody. Uh, Sean, what is one thing that you learned today? Anything t- today? Today, personally, that it was hot as hell. I learned that I can still beat up Sean. That's not true. And I proved it. And he almost went down to the floor. And yeah. All right, Mm. folks. Thank you for listening to uh, the Crazy Dre podcast show. Thank you, Spotify. Thank you, Apple Podcasts. Thank you, Buzzsprout again for the third time, fourth time. How many times I have to say it? Thank you, everyone. Play safe. Enjoy MLB. Enjoy your sports. Enjoy your life. Love each other. Do not discriminate against each other. Just laugh behind their backs. All right? Peace.